0: You're listening to GeekWire from Seattle, Washington on Cairo Radio 973 FM and GeekWire.com.
1: All right, it's time to get geared up from GeekWire.com in Seattle. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. We got a lot to talk about this week. Yeah. We've got some crazy new video shows coming up yep. on Apple Music. That's weird. We've got some interesting devices, including one of the smallest Windows 10 PCs I've ever seen. Right here,
0: as a teaser. That's right. This is a computer right here in my
1: hand. Yeah, it's about the size of an iPhone, so it's yep. uh, super tiny. And uh, just a lot, lot to talk about, including some, some other new devices that we've got coming up this week. So... Let, let's jump into it. Let's jump in. What's our first topic today? Our first Pilot. topic. Whoa! Planet of the Apps. And Will I am carpool karaoke on Apple Music. This <laughs> this was announced this past week, or it's been announced for a while, but they they teased it this past week. Right. Of course, Amazon and Hulu and Netflix, all these tech companies are getting into original content. Right. But here comes Apple.
0: Yes. So, what do you think of this? Well, so first of all, I mean, it's cool that Apple's getting into original content. I don't have a problem with that. That makes sense to me. What I've been trying to figure out, though, is why a service, Apple Music, is a music streaming service. Yeah. Why would they get – so Carpool Karaoke, I understand. Yes. It's a music show. You can put that on Apple Music. There's synergy there. Planet of the Apps, this, if you don't know, is a, it's a reality show that's kind of like Shark Tank where entrepreneurs come out and they pitch – their app idea yeah. while they're going down an escalator. <laughs> so it's kind of weird and, and disorienting. So they have 60 seconds between the top of the escalator and the bottom. And while they're riding the escalator, they have to pitch their app idea. They have 60 seconds. And then the judges, you have um, – who is this? Dark Angel. I forget her name. Jessica Just, Alba. Come on, man. I forgot. Are Just you serious? Alba. That's Jessica Alba. <laughs> Will I am with the gold shoes, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. So these four are listening to the pitch, and then they have to determine – by the time that sixty seconds is up, that they are interested in helping this developer, and then the developer has to choose one to be their mentor. So it's very weird um, because that has nothing to do with music. These are well, not music; these are just apps. Well, you go to the iTunes Store to get apps. I mean, it's sort right.
1: of—it's consistently inconsistent. Yes, that's exactly say.
0: what it is. So, <laughs> so I was thinking about it, and the only thing I could come up—first of all, this show—the teaser looked pretty bad, in my opinion, and I was wondering if that's because I am someone who is into technology. So I saw someone make the comparison of, uh, like, reality cooking shows. Like, because I really like watching things like Top Chef or Hell's Kitchen and things like that. And are you a chef? I'm not a chef. There you go. So the thing is, does a chef look at those shows and say, this is stupid? So that might be, you know, my reaction here. And I'm wondering what the general reaction is. If people, if anybody out there has seen the trailer to Planet of the Apps, whether you're on Facebook or YouTube Live, let us know what you thought if it interested you. Because I thought it just seemed kind of odd. Here's my issue with it. It is so derivative. It's like somebody's, you could just hear the pitch
1: for this. It's like the voice, you know, meets. Right. Uh, Meets Shark Tank uh, in, in you know for apps right I mean, for apps it's like, yes uh, okay all right well there's Gwyneth Paltrow and Gary Vaynerchuk I mean I mean interesting people right you know Gwyneth Paltrow is a business executive in her own right so I mean it's she it, has some weird ideas though <laughs> she does at any rate
0: I'll be watching so do you know the the premiere date on this they one? just said spring spring so it'll be I mean that's soon I guess sometime yeah. within the next couple months it'll air um, they said there will also be an app for the show. Well, that so makes sense. So it won't just be because there's the Apple Music app, but it'll also have its own app. So you can watch the show, and then if you want to see behind the scenes, you can go into different areas of the app. You can download the apps. So the day that the, that show airs, those apps that are in that show will be available to download. So you can, like, kind of play along. Well, I'll be interested. I'm a huge fan of The Voice. Big fan okay. of voice. Okay, I, 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 very much. Very similar
1: to you. I cannot sing. Well, I, <laughs> much as you cannot cook and you love the cooking. No, I shows. love cooking.
0: No, I'm no. I can. I'm not a professional chef. Okay, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I will throw it out in the oh, kitchen. You will? Yes. Okay, I'm going to take you up on that. Please. You should
1: please sometime bring in some food. All you right. We should do this at lunch, and All you right. should bring
0: in some food. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. No, my, my wife actually put you on our list of people to invite over. So. She, she already did? Yes. Oh, she put you on the list. Because she's
1: tired of you insulting me probably, on the show. Probably,
0: yeah. She, she wants, to, she wants to make good. My wife says that I, I insult him too much on the show. and, and <laughs> I make I said, fun of him too much.
1: I said she's obviously never listened to the shows with John Cook, <laughs> my, my colleague, who uh, we just go, you know, we just insult right, each other the whole time. That's how you do. At any rate, my big thing with the voice is after the blind auditions, after mm-hmm. the blinds, as they okay. call them, it gets boring. It just becomes sort of another talent show. Interesting. So if they can get past that hurdle on the Planet of the Apps, then
0: I, I, I'm I'm in. Right. So the thing with this show is that it is not a series where the app developers go through the whole season. Each okay. show is a standalone, kind of like Shark Tank. Each show is a standalone, so you can watch them out of order or whatever. Um, so you don't have to worry about you know following an app's development over the course of the season. Gotcha. Um, That's so, a lot better actually. Yeah. And the thing, so the thing that I thought of when I was trying to think of why are they putting this in Apple Music, because they're going to do more. These aren't the only two shows that they're going to have on there. Was it, I likened it to MTV, where MTV was music videos, right. and then they started branching out with other content that had nothing to do with music, but was more targeted towards pop culture, and that brought in a larger audience. And I'm wondering if Apple Music, instead of being a service, is now a platform. And it's a platform for Apple to reach... The pop culture masses. I
1: think you're right. I don't know. So, what about carpool karaoke? Because we teased Dude, that. that looked good. Yeah. Well, of course, that, that's obviously a, a existing segment yes. on James Corden's Very popular. show
0: and a viral hit. Yep. What does it say that Apple has essentially acquired that? I think what I think that what that says is Apple is you know that's a music play and a pop culture play at the same time, and that's a smart one because it fits into Apple Music. It'll be an Apple Music exclusive, and then. They're getting all these pop culture icons on the show. So James Corden is not going to be the the main character okay. in Carpool Karaoke anymore. He'll still appear in it, but it's going to be – you're going to have two celebrities just riding with each other. No James Corden in the car. Oh, so that's how they're scaling it, Right, exactly. So it's going to just be – they're going to pair up random celebrities and they're going to do Carpool Karaoke. And they're also going to put them in situations outside the car as well. So one thing I saw was uh, Shaquille O'Neal and John Cena showed up in like a bakery – Um, after they were in the car, you know, singing together, they were at a bakery doing some sort of skit. So apparently, they're going to be doing more than just karaoke. There'll probably be 30-minute episodes um, where they pair up these different people. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Anybody out there have an opinion on Carpool Karaoke? It's interesting because you've got this phenomenon where...
1: You know, Netflix just acquired comedians and cars getting yes. coffee with a Jerry Seinfeld yes. show that had been on Crackle. I right. think it's almost like you've got this sort of farm system now for mm-hmm. the, the services where they're picking them up from different yep. places. Even sometimes something will start on TV and like Amazon will revive it. As yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple examples or Netflix. Of, yeah, Netflix. Netflix revived a couple of things from yeah. TV. Yeah, Fuller House. I mean, who yep. can forget that?
0: <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so there have even been shows like The Mindy Project which was popular right. That's on right. network TV but not popular enough to keep it on there. And Hulu was like, okay, we'll take that and we will buy the rights and we'll keep it going. So um, I mean, that's just the future. The future is TV content and these different services, you know, just picking up exclusive content because they need to sell, you know, the idea of getting people onto their service, unlike music.
1: Do you consider Apple Music with stuff like this a credible threat to any of the existing services? It seems like Apple is
0: just sort of dabbling in all this stuff all along. I think there is a slow burn happening. I think Apple has a plan. And, you know, to us, we saw, okay, Apple Music. Apple wants to take on Spotify, and they want to take on Amazon and all this. They want to be in music. And now we're seeing shows getting mixed in. So now it's like, wait, do they, want to, they want to take on Netflix, and they want to take on Hulu. Um, and really, what Apple wants to do is become just an all-out powerhouse in media and pop culture. All right, you're listening to Geared Up. I'm Todd Bishop. He's Andrew
1: Edwards. We've got a lot to talk about this week. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back on Geared Up. All right, we're back from Geekwire.com in Seattle. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. It's Geared Up, and we've got a big show to talk about this week. So let's move on to our next topic, right, next which topic. is which is this device, which, Cavo. Cavo. Yes, yes, that's right, Cavo. We
0: were practicing <laughs> saying that correctly, so I was excited to just get it out.
1: C a a, V, O. Yes. Two A's, one V, one O. That's right. And one C at the beginning.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, you got it. All out of order, but that's that's correct. <laughs> so what what the heck is this thing? So this thing is interesting because it is a set-top box for your set-top boxes. So you would plug in, let's just say, an Apple TV, your cable box, your whatever else you might have on your, you know, what do you call these? Your, your Roku All those things. You plug those into here. In your entertainment. Everything in your your entertainment center plugs into one device. One device. So, kind of like a receiver, but this is between the receiver because what this then does is it intelligently knows what's plugged into it. And the way that it does that is not through identifying it through the cable or anything. It actually looks at the signal that's being generated. So, it visually scans and sees what the device is. So let's just say you had an Apple TV plugged in. This device knows what the Apple TV menu looks like and therefore says, oh, this is an Apple oh. TV. And it knows what apps you have installed, not by doing any sort of uh, you know, inventory of your apps, but actually by scrolling through and seeing what apps are on your screen. Whoa. So that allows you to say, for example, I want to watch Game of Thrones. It knows, okay, Game of Thrones is an HBO show, so I need to find the HBO app and open the HBO app and then scroll over to Game of Thrones and hit play. So it basically it does everything that a human would do, but it knows immediately what actions to take. And this is cool because there have been times where I was like, okay, I want to watch this show, but I forget. Is this a Netflix show? Is it a Hulu show? Oh, no, it's an Amazon show. And I go through all – nope, it's on HBO. So I have to go in and out of different apps to find the show I want to watch. Here it's like you say what show you want to watch. It knows what app it's in. And it'll go to it and find it for you.
1: Is that the main feature, the main benefit? I believe I believe
0: so. Cuz it costs 400 bucks. I mean, that's expensive. Yes. But uh, it's <laughs> machine learning. <laughs> I mean, this seems like it's unnecessary. <laughs> it's 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 about taking you into the future. And, it, and you know, new things like this are going to be expensive. Um, But what it's really doing is it's saving you the time of jumping in and out of apps, I guess. Okay, I like the concept, and it really
1: (laughs) speaks to a challenge that I have. I completely agree with you. It's not just, wait, is that show on... Uh, Netflix. It's like, wait, do I get Netflix Best on my Fire TV Stick right. or 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 on my Xbox? Or, or and wait a second, which HDMI port was the Xbox? And oh, that's right, it's HDMI two. You know, yes. it's like all these things. So I like the concept. Mm-hmm. This seems like it should be a forty nine dollar device to me. Yeah,
0: I mean, maybe not that. Low. A tenth of I the can, cost. I can see a hundred dollars or a quarter. Um, well, yeah, my math. There has is to be something. Fly. I mean, again, it's machine learning. So this is maybe what it's doing now. Yeah maybe in the future, you know, that technology allows us to do more. It's not out yet. I don't know exactly. Like we haven't got our hands on it and we haven't used it. But, you know, for, you know, machine learning is a thing that's, you know, coming to fruition. Now back to, you know, you always go back to knowing where your car was parked. Yes, You park your car, your phone is like, hey, you parked here. You get excited about that. How much would you pay for that feature if you had to download that as an in-app
1: purchase? So I've actually gone. So do you do regular cable TV? Are yes. you an Xfinity subscriber? Yes. So I had the X1 box for quite a while, and I liked it. And it seems like this is the, a competitor to X1 in some ways because yeah. they've been incorporating Netflix and other services into that Comcast device. And so, in in a, in a sense, through software, they're doing what you you know they're doing through a cord right. here in some ways.
0: Yeah. So and I think I think that is it too. Like again, we have to get our hands on it to really see like what makes it worth four hundred dollars. Yeah. Because that is pretty expensive. Um, it has eight ports. You can plug in eight things. The other thing is, I don't know who would have eight different set top boxes. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. I don't really you? Know. Maybe no. me? I mean, yes, but I mean, for the average person, like, I, I have all those because I'm testing things out. Right. Uh, but the average person probably I don't has no. Like, well, if they, you have an Xbox, you don't need a Roku. Like, the, you know, that's true. And if you have an Xbox and a Roku, you're pretty much good. You know what I mean? If you have both of those things, yeah, you're, you're pretty much set. So um, I don't know. So this ships in the fall. Ships in the fall, and they'll probably reveal more about what it can do as time goes on. Um, but it has some notable founders. It's supposed to be, you know, it's supposed to, it's supposed to be the next wave of TV watching. I don't know yeah. what that means. I but... think this
1: is pointing to something that'll be actually solving a problem in 3 years. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like like the next 3 version 2 will be more interesting and version 3 will be like, "Ah, I need that." And sure, it's actually sure, sure. actually worth $400. Right. Um, right. So. Or or it'll be less. Yeah. Good that's deal. cabo. All right, so that's cabo and uh, it's shipping in the fall. Shipping in the fall. All right. Let's talk about this. Ooh, this is this is exciting to me. So this is a T-Mobile promo, we should say that, right. that, that we just screen grabbed here to illustrate yeah, yeah. this story. We're not promoting the T-Mobile stuff. No. Although I am a T-Mobile subscriber okay. th- for better or worse. Well, let me ask. You. Okay, so yeah, I was going to ask you. I was going <laughs> to ask
0: you about that. So so T-Mobile service. Yes. They they keep saying, John Ledger keeps saying, "We are we are there." And, and test Independent Test keeps saying, T-Mobile and Verizon are neck and neck for performance and speed, but that doesn't mean they're neck and neck for for getting a signal. That's right. So my problem with T-Mobile is not in the city. So if
1: I'm in Seattle or Portland or even, you know, Vancouver BC wherever, you know, obviously I think they hand off to somebody else up there, sure. but at any rate, major metropolitan areas totally fine. Okay. When I get out into, you know, like where I grew up in r- rural northern California. Okay. I have problems. I have many problems with T-Mobile. Like they, no signal or yeah, just you weak know, signal? I, 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 G, what's the old, one time I saw, and this was relatively recently, GRSM, you know, it wasn't oh, just, wow. it wasn't just CDMA. Yeah. It was like pre-CDMA. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, wow, Okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah, they, they still need to fill in. I've actually talked to the T-Mobile executives about this, Neville Ray, their CTO. Okay. Uh, and you know, they, they acknowledge that they, they still got to fill in parts of the map. Now, for the most part, I agree. They're on par with Verizon, AT and T, all those other other wireless companies. Okay. And you know, T-Mobile is also just more interesting in a lot of ways. Very than, much so. You know, yeah. the, the 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 what do they call the Tuesday things that they do? T-Mobile Tuesday. Yeah, T-Mobile Tuesday. Yep. You know that, that kind of stuff. I
0: I find it more entertaining to be a T-Mobile customer. Yeah, yeah. AT and T jumped on that. They have AT and T Ticket Tuesdays now. Yeah. Um. So. So. People have to keep reacting to T-Mobile, Yes, but this was interesting because T-Mobile had to react to Verizon this week. Okay, so let's talk about this. Yeah. So T-Mobile went unlimited, essentially, with T-Mobile 1 a, a while back, if right. I understand
1: correctly. Yes. So what did Verizon do this past well, week?
0: Well, T-Mobile 1 wasn't truly – it was unlimited with some caveats. So, for example, your video streaming would not be in high definition. They would dumb it down to 480p, which I didn't think was really a big deal because you're usually doing this on your phone. It's not a big deal. So it's not a big deal. But some people, it's like, hey, if I'm unlimited, I want unlimited. Give me the full quality of what I'm trying to stream. And that was through their uh, T Mobile, the, the binge on yes. service. yeah. And um, they also, their hotspot didn't, it, it wasn't, their hotspot uh, service wasn't great with your unlimited plan. So now Verizon came out and said, hey, we're going to give you unlimited data, we're going to give you unlimited text, unlimited calling. Truly unlimited, um, and we're going to give you 10 gigabytes of LTE hotspot data. And when you run out of that 10 gigabytes, you'll still have unlimited data on hotspot, it'll just be 3G, so you're still getting unlimited. Um, and you'll start getting throttled down if it's congested on your regular data after you use, I believe it was 23 gigabytes. Okay, so that's a lot. Like, I think even me. My, the most I've ever used is like 7 gigabytes, and that was like a month where I was traveling all over the place. So that's a lot of data. It's pretty much unlimited. But even so, if you run out, you'll still get to use your data um, both on Hotspot and on your phone. So here, T-Mobile had to say, okay, hold on. Now we now Verizon is offering a better plan than we are because Verizon was offering all of this, I believe, for $80 as long as you were doing auto pay and getting paperless billing. Get it for 80 bucks plus fees, taxes. So here you see, this is Verizon's promo image. And for, Ver- t- I'm sorry, this is t-, t Mobile's promo yeah. image. And T Mobile said, okay, we're going to give you the same, um, same data allotment. We're going to give you that 10 gigabytes of LTE, LTE tethering. And what we're going to do is we're going to include all the, all the taxes. Right. So now T Mobile is saying we're offering the same thing Verizon's offering, but taxes are included. So whatever the final price is, which is, I think, $70 that's for four lines. Yeah. So it's $70 for one line. That's your final like that's what they're going to take off your credit card each right. month, $70 because all the taxes and fees are included yep. in that price. So Verizon is 80 plus tax, which will probably get you up to, you know, $95, maybe $100, whereas Ver- or T-Mobile is saying just seventy. It's
1: interesting because all the you know you went like AT and T went away from unlimited a while back, and it seems like yes. T Mobile has essentially pushed the industry back to it. Yeah. with these restrictions, with, right? With so, some caveats. Yeah,
0: so Sprint has an unlimited plan now, but no one really is into Sprint. Like Sprint's network is not really that great. Yeah, Verizon just came out with one. AT and T has an unlimited plan, um, but the only way you can get theirs is if you're a Direct TV customer. So if you're a direct to that customer, that, that like unlocks the right. ability for you to then pay $100 for unlimited data, but you cannot use it with tethering. Right. So there's just the worst. I'm, on, I'm actually on a grandfathered AT&T plan from back in the day yep. when the first iPhone came out. So I'm grandfathered in, but again, I don't get Too unlimited. You, too you, unlimited, yeah. but I don't get tethering. And so the funny thing is my bill has a 23% discount on it for a corporate discount. And I pay roughly 90 dollars a month. so I'm paying more
1: for less. Would you ever think about getting rid of the unlimited going with one of these other services? Yeah
0: because these both of these unlimited plans are better than what I have now.
1: So are you gonna make the leap?
0: I might make the leap. You should write about that. we should talk when you I might do make it, the leap. when you do it, we should talk about it here on geared up. right. I mean because again, whether it's T-Mobile, you're paying 70 bucks instead of the 90 that I'm paying so you're saving 20 dollars and getting a better plan or you go to Verizon, you're getting way better coverage, way better service. Here, here's where I am on all this. The
1: issue is that everybody's needs are different. Mm-hmm. All of the wireless plans are very complicated to follow. Except for T-Mobile, it is nice that they they're wrapping, essentially yeah. taking the the taxes and fees into the bill now. I my my advice is set aside ten minutes a month, five ten minutes a month to truly look at your bill and it doesn't take just a look ca- at the bill yeah it, not just the wireless stuff take a look at your cable bill you'll be shocked sometimes <laughs> at the things you can get rid of don't don't wrench your cable modem buy a cable, cable buy a modem. modem one time i mean it, it just with a little bit of attention you can save yourself some significant money every month and that compounds itself over the year and the
0: years anyway i'm, I'm big into actually reading or at least scanning the bill we're having a lot of T-Mobile customers here saying that their service sucks. Yeah, <laughs> why are you with them then? Yeah, why do you stay with them if it sucks? Free free pizza. That's true. Every Tuesday
1: <laughs> you get some free pizza. Well, no, it's not free pizza every day, but it's free something free every Tuesday. Free something Tuesdays every Tuesday frequently I, yes. or some sometimes pizza.
0: I saw a lot of T-Mobile customers posting pictures of like heart shaped pizzas yesterday. Yeah, I think it's interesting.
1: Yeah, I think that was the the promotion for T-Mobile Tuesdays this yes. week. All My right.
0: wife actually calls every every like three months. She'll call like the cable company and she like threatened to cancel. And like the bill gets lowered by like twenty five percent every time.
1: That's smart. You do that with Xfinity too. Yeah. Uh, The yeah. The um, I've got a friend. Oh, that's a whole other story. We'll (laughs) save that for another time. But I let me say some budget conscious. A very budget conscious friend who does that, and she's the type of person who, uh, when you go to a hotel, she will purposefully come up with something to complain about. (laughs) She's not even upset. Something is wrong in the room. Something is wrong in the room, and she'll call the front desk and complain each day. uh, (laughs) Yeah. That's yes. great. Hopefully she's watching. Funny. <laughs> Hopefully she's not. I don't know. It's all. Right, it's all right, Cheryl. It's going to be okay. I know I just talked about you on, yes. on the show. But... People people are <laughs> asking what phones we use. Do you, you want to divulge? Oh, man. I, I use an iPhone 6S Plus. That's not 6 bad. S Plus. That's
0: well, not bad. I mean, I know, but it's not the 7. It's not the 7. I use an iPhone 7 Plus. Um, I'm very excited about the next year's iPhone, which we talked about. In the past, we'll probably talk about it again next time because there's so many new rumors now. Yeah, but we didn't have we didn't have time this week. Well,
1: Robert Scoble was in last week on our, our GeekWire show. And what did he say? He said he, something
0: crazy. Sure. it was
1: so he thinks that the, the next wave of iPhones is going to be all about augmented reality, and that's, that's the, I agree with that. That's the reason that they're showing the clear one. Who's showing the clear one? I, I
0: no one's showing the clear one. Some, some random, but he he's convinced that it's going to be. Robert Scoble believes the next iPhone is the next major iPhone because I think there's going to be two models next time. I don't want to misquote him. The, I'm not sure exactly what I, I've saying. seen. What he said, he believes the next iPhone, the major one, the top of the line one, is going to be clear. Yes. Um, And that there'll be, like, basically a strip, uh, a solid strip at the bottom or the top, and the rest of the device will be clear like plastic that you can see through it. Yes. And there's going to be augmented reality elements on that iPhone. I don't think that's going to be the case. In my opinion, what's going to happen is it's going to be a bezel-less iPhone, and it's going to use the camera to basically, you know, whenever you launch the camera, you're seeing what's behind the camera. And if it's bezel-less, now the phone looks clear because it's all camera. It's all a window now. So I think that's what it's going to be because there's so many... I mean, the battery itself. You have a big battery in there. How's that going to be clear? Okay, so I know what the bezel is. How do you make a bezel-less device? It's just clear? The way you make a bezel-less device... Is you have a thin bezel at the top, thin bezel at the bottom, and the sides curve. Okay. So like the, oh. like the Note 7, okay. the Note 7 that was exploding and they had to get gotcha. rid of, that was a almost bezel-less phone. But the next one's the LG G6, the Samsung Galaxy S8. Those are going to be true, like almost bezel-less devices. They're so going to curve, and they're going to have a thin layer at the top, thin layer at the bottom for your home button and your camera at the top and your earpiece. And the rest is going to just be screen that curves around the side. So that makes it once you launch a camera it's like you're holding you're just you're just holding two strips at the side. Everything else becomes, you know what, it, it blends into the world. So I think that's where we're going to see the next iPhone go. Okay. Hey,
1: let's talk about my favorite new computers. We got them right here in front of us. Do you see him, Andrew? Yeah, <laughs> I see him. <them. laughs>
0: yes. This right here. Okay. This is a full-on computer right here. That's right.
1: So, two things. First, I want to talk about this. You said it's Okal. Is that right? I don't know if that's right. Okal, Okal. I are gonna know. Go, let's go with Okal. Okal. Okay. This is the. This can is you a. Hold it up. Yeah. So this is yeah, a device. Is. This is a. Uh, this is a Windows 10 PC. And that whole thing. This, is this
0: whole thing. And let me turn it to the side. You can see, Look how look how thin this is. Yeah. This is a Windows 10 PC. It's and called at the, the top yeah. it's got a power it's got a power connector two and three USB ports no two USB two, ports and an HDMI right and it's got a
1: micro SD on the side oh it's and it's got a headphone jack and a mic jack They're still keeping the headphone jack on this. (laughs) They didn't get the memo. They're keeping it old school. (laughs) So this uh, is—I should, in full disclosure—I bought this myself. Uh, I didn't uh, somehow didn't get a comp on this. Okay. (laughs) From our own GeekWire deals. Okay. Right. I'll I'll put a link into the thing if you want to check it out. It's one hundred and eighty-nine dollars, but I like this because it's a trend. This this is the Chrome Bit. This is not a Chrome cast. Yeah, most people, I don't know why they have not promoted this more. So it's an Asus machine. The entire, it's it's basically like a Chromebook on a stick. On a stick. Not a Chromecast. I just want to be clear. You are not streaming to this. You plug this into your HDMI port in the TV. It's got uh, a USB here, so you can plug in, essentially, the the little um, USB receiver for the keyboard and mouse. And you can run Chrome... The OS full Chrome OS on an HDMI enabled TV yeah. I, I love these things we've got I we've got so many of these in the office How much now. that this one is uh let me look it up here
0: why is it not there it's right there 84.99 oh 84.99 yeah
1: 84 84.99. 85 That's not bucks. Bad. 85 bucks so it's about a hundred dollars less than this this though and, and also it's four gigs of RAM whereas this is two gigs of RAM, okay which I, two gigs for can, Windows. Two gigs for Windows. Although it's Windows 10, it, okay. it is pretty light. So I've actually got it running on the computer here behind us. So let me just show you, give you a little tour here. So this is this device. So it's pretty good resolution, as you can see. Uh, of course, that's coming off the the screen. So it, you know, is essentially. Um, what should we go? Uh, we'll
0: go to Geekwire. So this is actually this Okal. PC running on the TV behind us. Now,
1: I will say, as you can see, it is not the fastest computer you have ever run. No, and the other thing was when it showed up, it had a little the 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 seam along the top. Was not as good as it should have been. Okay, it, it was coming apart a little bit. I pressed it down; and it seems to be good. But it's a hundred eighty-nine dollar <laughs> okay. PC. You know, it's right, it's, right. Not bad. Yeah, not and bad. So
0: it, it, obviously, we're getting the demo here. you so Know it, the specs on this? Yes. So, so I you can, said two gigs. Someone asked about the specs in the comments. So we got two gigs. Two gigs on the. Two on gigs that. of
1: RAM. Yep. And actually, I will. Uh, what I'll do is I will drop into the Facebook live feed. I'll drop a link uh, so people can check it out. Um, two gigs of RAM,
0: and I'll tell you the rest here. What kind of processor is in here?
1: Yeah, it is an Intel, I believe it's a Bay Trail. Does that sound right?
0: Intel Bay Trail processor. Yep. I don't it's, know about that processor.
1: Yeah, it's 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 uh, Intel Atom Bay Trail pro- processor. Oh, it's Intel Atom. Okay, yeah, so it's an so Atom
0: processor. Yep.
1: Two gigs two of RAM, gig RAM.
0: Thirty-two gig hard drive here, and and the page is finally loading. Okay. So, uh, so that took a while to load a it, web page, it, as you can see. It's not yeah. it's not the fastest in the world, but again, it's a hundred eighty-nine dollar computer.
1: Yep. And I was just as an example. I think this may be something to do with our Wi-Fi network at the moment. Um, but for example, I was testing this out yesterday. I was able to load uh, a very uh, email heavy. Google Apps email, you know, a Gmail uh, interface. Right. Go through, delete all my emails very quickly. I mean, for basic fundamental web tasks, I like these machines. Now, no video, like if you want to edit a video, stay no. hundreds of miles <laughs> away from these. You're things. not doing that on
0: an Intel Atom.
1: But for me, it, in terms of bringing the TV or bringing the computer into the living room, this is a great way to do it. Um, I, I get these really basic Logitech. Uh, keyboards with the mice with the, the wireless capabilities. Right. And you know, it's nice because with these you just have one receiver for yeah. the for the two. And it, it's to me, I think this is sort of an underappreciated new frontier of computing. Do you the, have the, this the, in your house? I actually don't have that in my See, house. See I know. I knew
0: it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in the I house. Knew you, I knew your house did you not know, have anything you modern. Know,
1: you get home and it's like I don't want all this <laughs> fancy stuff. Give me <laughs> That's my X ex- fancy Give me my Xbox three sixty. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! Are you getting a switch? I I would like to get a switch. You're gonna get a Nintendo Switch for the office or for the house? I, you know something for the house. I think my oh, daughter, my whoa. daughter would really like it. Whoa! I do have a Chromebook uh, at 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 the house. Okay. We we got we we've, we're sort of weaning ourselves off the original Surface RT for the Chromebook. Oh, I know this is all recurring themes. People who listen to this are getting tired of me talking about my Surface RT.
0: Talking about your old technology. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm late for lunch.
0: <laughs> All right. He's late for lunch. This guy's hungry. I got to get out of here and get some lunch as well. Right. Thanks, everybody. Until
1: next time, I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. You're listening to Geared Up on GeekWire.
0: You've been listening to GeekWire, an independent national technology news site based in Seattle, Washington. For news, events, podcasts, and more, visit us at geekwire.com.